0: i'm glad that you're here today and welcome if you're listening by live stream we welcome you and and we say merry christmas to you uh, and i want to invite you to share the story from luke chapter 2 that one that we always turn to at christmas time luke chapter 2 verses 1 through 14 today in those days a decree went out from emperor augustus that all the world should be registered Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom He favors. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I want to come back to that verse. Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great what joy. The joy of Christmas. It's wonderful. You know, just the other day, I was listening to the radio, and Andy Williams. Sang this song to me. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Maybe it was Michael Buble. I thought it was Andy Williams. It could have been one or the other of them. It is the most wonderful time of the year, but sometimes we know that we should be feeling joyous. We know it's the most wonderful time of the year, but it's just, I don't know, it's just not happening for us. It just doesn't feel joyful. I was reading the other day an article uh, that according to the National Institutes of Health, Christmas, Christmas is the time of the year when people experience the highest incidence of depression. Christmas. Not income tax time, not some other time, but Christmas. And and hospitals and police forces and and other uh, responders are put on alert that, that people get despondent and sometimes try to take their own life. Suicide attempts go up. Significant increase in people and patients complaining about uh, depression during the most joyful time of the year. I mean, I saw where in this article it said that 45% of the people who responded to this survey said that they dreaded the holidays hope you've never felt like that, that you actually dreaded the holidays, I'll confess to you, there have been a couple of times in my life that I have dreaded seeing the holidays come. There have been times that I've felt like that. And maybe that's why I have a special place in my heart uh, for a wonderful cartoon movie called A Charlie Brown Christmas. Any of y'all ever seen The Charlie Brown Christmas? It's it's one of our favorites, it's just, it um, has become a family tradition for us that every year we watch this together, we might drink some hot chocolate, we might do it while we're putting our Christmas tree up, but we always watch Charlie Brown Christmas. It is a special story to me, not just because it's fun and because I love the Peanuts game, but it's special to me because it reminds us that somehow, we can find Christmas joy even when we're feeling down. Even when somehow it's just not working for us. We still can make the journey to Christmas joy. Um, so Charlie Brown really helps us. He really helps us to, to, uh, to find all of this. Okay, so if I can get my, uh, my lovely assistant over here to help me. I want to set the mood. In the opening scene, we have Charlie Brown and the gang um, ice skating on a frozen pond and just having a big time. Snow is falling, and you have Charlie Brown and Linus are walking with their skates over their shoulders. Snow is falling. They're going to join the others on the pond. Charlie Brown's got that look on his face. You know, we all have that member of the family that's got that look on their face, and you know that something's wrong. So you know something's wrong, and so Charlie Brown says to Linus, you know, I think there's something wrong with me. Christmas is coming, but I'm not happy. I don't feel the way I'm supposed to feel. I don't, I don't understand Christmas, I guess. I like getting presents and sending in Christmas cards and decorating trees and all, but I'm still not happy. I always end up feeling depressed. And then Linus, Linus is the deep thinker. We've all got the deep thinker in our family too. Linus says, Charlie Brown, you're the only person I know that can take a wonderful season like Christmas and turn it into a problem. Maybe Lucy is right. Of all the Charlie Browns in the world, you're the Charlie Brownest. Oh. So, here's what Charlie Brown decides to do. He eventually decides to get some help, which is a great idea if you're struggling and it's just not happening for you and, and don't just crawl inside your shell, go and find some help. So Charlie Brown decides to go to Lucy's psychiatric help stand. Um, and he goes up she brushes the snow off of the stand and says, may I help you? And Charlie Brown says, I'm in bad shape and Lucy said, wait a minute, before I help you, you have to pay in advance. We have to file with Blue Cross Blue Shield, and I'm just it's just a nickel. So he drops a nickel in and she says, oh, that lovely, lovely sound, right? I'll put that right up here, and Dr. Carr's gonna steal it uh, before before we leave. That'll be five cents, please. Um, So she tries to pinpoint exactly what's going on with with Charlie Brown and she goes into all of these different phobias that, that he might have and and they work through all of that and finally Charlie Brown says actually my problem is Christmas instead of feeling happy I sort of feel let down and Lucy has the answer or at least she thinks she does uh, she says Charlie Brown you need involvement so You need to get involved in some real Christmas project. And then she drops this bomb. How would you like to be the director of our Christmas play? Has anybody ever said that to you? Okay. And so um, here's the thing. The journey to joy sometimes can begin with involvement. In Luke 2.15, we just read uh, where the shepherd said, Let us go now to Bethlehem and and see this thing which has taken place. The shepherds, when they get the good news, don't just stay out in the field. They get involved. So, Lucy talks Charlie Brown into getting involved, and Charlie goes with Lucy to the auditorium, and when they get to the auditorium, Lucy announces to everybody, Hello, everybody. May I have your attention, please? The new director for our Christmas play is going to be Charlie Brown." And then Charlie Brown starts giving directions. He tries his best to give his directions. He does everything he can do, but you know what? Nobody is listening to him. Instead, they're doing this. Yeah? Right? Y'all have that favorite dance that you do? All right. So it doesn't work. They're just going crazy, and uh, so Lucy finally gives up on him, and she says, okay, at least you can go and get the Christmas tree. Maybe you can't do anything else, but you can at least go to the Christmas tree, and don't mess this up, Charlie Brown. Go to the Christmas tree lot. There's all kinds of brightly colored trees there, and he goes, and sure enough, there are all kinds of trees there. A lot of them are those big, colorful, aluminum Christmas trees, okay you remember those my mother-in-law still has one they're awesome (laughs) awesome but charlie brown doesn't get the bright big colorful aluminum christmas tree instead he gets this one right actually this one is more full and healthy looking than the one because this is the best i could do he gets he gets this one And he says, I think it needs me. Yeah, I think it needs me. And so he's so proud of this Christmas tree. He carries this little Charlie Brown Christmas tree back, expecting everyone to be as excited about this Christmas tree as he is. But everybody makes fun of him, and they laugh at him, and they just taught him about this scrawny tree. And he tries to hang an ornament on it, I actually did have a bright red ornament that was supposed to be hanging on this. I don't know what happened to that ornament. It, it may or may not have gotten broken. But he hangs it on and it, and it sags over and all the kids laugh at him and make fun of him. And Charlie Brown says this, Everything I touch gets ruined and then he runs into the house, feeling worse, worse and more depressed than he ever has. You know, he really wants to have joy. He really wants this to be a celebration. He tried Lucy's advice, he tried getting involved, but it turns out that involvement is not the only thing you need to get to joy. Now, don't get me wrong, involvement is great, There are too many that just sit on the sidelines and say, I don't want to get involved. I'm just not going to do anything. I would love it. Wouldn't you love it, Pastor Andy, if people came up and said, how can I help? I really want to get involved. We would just, I don't know, we might faint or something. Getting involved is important to find Christmas joy, but it's not the only step. Because you can be involved and be grumpy about it, can't you? Haven't you been around church long enough to know that? There's got to be another key to Christmas joy. So after Charlie Brown tries to decorate the tree, and thinks he's ruined everything, his friends come around. Something wonderful happens in their heart. Something wonderful happens in their attitude. They have what only really God can give you, is they have a change in attitude. They start to look at the Christmas tree in a very different way. Someone looks at it and says, you know, I never really thought it was such a bad little tree. And then somebody else says, all it needs is a little love. And then they all work together and even Linus wraps his blanket around the bottom of it. And they stand back And they look at this amazing tree and somebody says, I think it's Lucy, Charlie Brown is a blockhead, but at least he got a nice tree. I don't think it's too much of a stretch to say that this little scrawny Christmas tree kind of represents Charlie Brown. He's feeling beat up, he's feeling battered, he's feeling bent over under the weight of his cares and his burdens. And I don't think it's too much of a stretch to say that sometimes we feel like that at Christmas time. Maybe even 45% of us feel like that during the holidays. But the journey to joy doesn't just have involvement and it doesn't just have a change of attitude. It also comes with community. I remember the story, the Christmas story where uh, the shepherds went and they made haste and they found Mary and Joseph and they found the baby Jesus lying in the manger and there in the manger they had something that we all need is community. They're right there in that stable they had the beginning of Christmas joy in their little community together. You know you can have community in lots of different places, even in a stable. So where do we look for Christmas joy? Well, it could be in a a manger. Um, It could be, I don't know, it could be in a side room of the back 40 on a Tuesday night. Community happens everywhere. It's one of the Pathways to Christmas joy So another key to Christmas joy And maybe this is a good place to stop Just with the word itself J-O-Y you probably heard this before But I'll remind you again You think of J-O-Y You can remember the acronym Jesus first Others And then yourself J-O-Y I know it's a little bit corny But you know what it works, it works. So what if we took the, the spotlight this time of the year and took it off of all the other things that are going on and shined it on Jesus? What if we just remembered that Jesus is the reason we celebrate in the first place? Just a, a shift, a shift of, of attitude. What a shift of attitude that could bring. And then what if after we shined the spotlight on the manger what if we shined it on someone else because I'll bet if you think about it you'll know someone who's kind of like this beat up Christmas tree they're all weighed down they're all burdened they they're faint of heart as we used to say I'll bet you know somebody that could use a little bit of encouragement during the holidays I bet you know somebody that might even be I don't know, depressed and lonely? What if you gave them some of your strength? What if you paid a visit to somebody that needed it? What would that do for your Christmas joy? And then the third thing we need is, is community. We need community. And if we did this, and maybe if we even did it together, we would take care of the J, and we would take care of the O, and by the time we got to the Y, yourself, we might just find that we've gotten our song back. And that's how the, how, that's how the Charlie Brown Christmas special ends. It, it ends with everybody gathered around the Christmas tree. This time, by this time, it's beautiful. And they all raise their voices together, and they all sing a song that Charles Wesley wrote 285 years ago. That's what I'm going to ask you to do with me now. I'm going to ask you in just a moment to stand with me and sing the song that they sang. To sing the song that Charles Wesley wrote, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. And as we sing this, I want to issue an invitation to you. Um, Maybe you're struggling this year at Christmas, and maybe you... Uh, need to put some time and pray and to reflect on this about what J-O-Y can mean to you. Maybe you would like to commit yourself to being involved in the ministries of your church like you've never been before. Maybe you're like Charlie Brown and you want to just come and pray that God will restore your joy. Maybe just maybe you need an attitude adjustment and you want to talk to the Lord about that. Whatever the Lord leads you to do. I want to ask you to respond as we sing number 240. Let's stand together.